Hello, everybody. Tony and Austin here with The Great Gers, a podcast on Anchor. Joined with us again, Chance McCullough, our long-running guest. Austin, buddy, how are you, man? I'm doing okay. How about you? Solid. How about you, Chance? I'm peachy, Basil. Peachy. Yes, Chance is actually with me in my little studio in my kitchen. This is the first time in a long time I've had a guest with me here and not just on Skype. Austin, man, you got to come back to Colorado so we can do this in person. Yes, I know. It's over there. How is it over there at home, anyway? Man, it's it it uh it's it's home. It's it's homey. The whitest place in the country. Uh, I swear to God, bro. I went to twelve to six grocery stores trying to find dried chilies. Told you we're gonna die. What was that? I said, told you you weren't going to find it there. Well, not a single goddamn grocery store had one, dude. Whitest place in America. Right. They didn't have masa, they didn't have manteca, they didn't have have half things I needed. You're probably lucky to find mild sauce. Well, that's Nebraska for you. Dude, I turned right down down this one aisle, dude. I swear to God. Freaking... All it was nothing but salsa, wall to wall, mild and medium, no hot, nothing but that, and taco shells like those like corn taco shells. That's it. That's all it was there. And that fuck that aisle said Mexican food. It turned out that was okay. This where it'll be. No masa. There was no manteca. There was taco seasoning. There were taco kits from Taco Bell. And a whole bunch of salsas. That's and that's it. That's pretty exotic for them. It's cheaper though to live out there, dude. I'm looking looking about to buy a house for thirty grand. <laughs> right. I was gonna say, dude, it's like three, four hundred grand out here just to get a fucking house. Nobody can live in that. Well, nobody can afford that. That's what I mean to say. Fucking. <clears throat> Speaking of economy, though. How long do you think it'll be until the fucking economy takes a shit and we can all afford houses again? I'm in Colorado, never. Seriously? Yeah, because because they're just gonna they're going to because what they're gonna do is they're continuing to put cap um gross on. Like, hey, if you live in Lakewood, tell your city council to stop being retarded. One percent cap growth in your city. Okay, you put a one percent cap growth on your city. That caps the amount of housing that could be grown in Lakewood. So, what does that do to all the existing housing? It's not going to stop people from coming in. It's going to stop the new the building of new housing. We're just going to increase the housing that is built and the house is currently there to soar in price. Right, right. Which, yeah, it sounds like that's. Fuck me, dude. I was hoping to own a house eventually. It don't look like that's happening anytime soon. You got to move out east to do that. Waste. You're going to have to go to Texas. Texas, New Mexico, maybe Arizona. You can even go out to, like, Fort Lupton or something. Anywhere but Colorado. <laughs> right. I was going to say anywhere but my home. You can move to East Colorado. That'd be fine. That sucks ass, though. I don't know about that. I mean... I guess you can't really pick and choose if you want to survive. Brighton at this point is freaking getting that way too now. So it is cheaper. Huh. Brighton's getting expensive as hell now too. 
Oh, Brighton's getting more expensive. I didn't know that. Then again, it's it's been quite a while since I've fucking been out there, so that makes sense. What the fuck, man? Sorry, I'm having a malfunction over here looking for something. What? Yeah, the the prices in the I twenty five corridor in Denver are just gonna continue yeah. to skyrocket. You really think so? Yeah. Yeah, Firestone. It's gonna be Firestone, Colorado, which is about thirty six thirty about. 50 minutes from Denver, north on I-25. Right. Two-bedroom apartment, 1800 bucks a month. Oh, fuck no. In Firestone. Yeah, no, I guess I'm never going to be living out there. <laughs> but hey, dude, um, I came with one topic in mind. Not going to lie, I didn't really plan this out, but I do have a topic in mind. I've been going through a phase lately with movies. I'm really watching a lot of, like, revenge flicks, like uh, vigilante shit. So yesterday I watched The Punisher and The Punisher Warzone. The day before that, I watched Death Wish, which basically is Die Hard with Bruce Willis doing revenge shit. What have you been watching lately? Uh, Watched a little bit of uh, Mandalorian. Oh, yeah, I forgot that's out now. Oh, that second episode killed me. I was laughing so hard. I still have to look at it. I haven't really looked into it yet. Is it pretty good so far? Oh, it's great. It's even better than the first season so far. Because I did like the first season. I really did. I just haven't looked into it. I'm trying to figure out how much money these people freaking spent on these episodes, dude. They're like full special effects, like movie level special effects. Oh, right, right. That's kind of what I gathered from it. Like that first episode, they're fighting the crate dragon, which is like a giant, like giant dragon that's freaking swims through the sand on, I think right. he's, oh my God. And it's huge and it's, it's amazing. Second episode's even better. I think it's the funniest episode of anything I've watched. That's not like, per, it's the funniest thing that I've watched. It's not a, specifically a comedy in a while. Oh, right, right. Uh, yeah, Mandalorian's, Mandalorian's been great. So I I really did enjoy the newest, or the last season, so I'm going to have to check it out. I didn't think I would because I just haven't been digging any Star Wars shit, like, recently, but you know, who knows? It may be worth checking out. What about, um... So I haven't really been following... Star Wars news. Are there any new movies that are supposed to be coming out? Uh, not anytime soon. We are getting a bunch of um, TV. We're, we are getting a bunch of series. So, the, oh, they really are going to do a bunch of series. Shit. I thought that was just a joke, but that makes sense now. Um, Kenobi's getting a series, which I'm the most excited about. Right, right. Ian McGregor's going to be in it. I'm pumped. Oh, is he really? Yep. See, I've been looking forward to that. I'm not even going to lie about that. Yeah, it's coming out soon. And I just haven't been watching very much recently. I've been... <clears throat> New Call of Duty came out Thursday. So, Hunt, my little brother, went and bought it. And we game share. So, he bought it. So, we've been playing that. And... Are you talking about the Cold War? Yeah. Cold? 
I want to check it out. It's been. It's not. It's not. It's not very good. <laughs> you play to be completely honest. Yeah. How is zombies? Uh, you know me. I'm not too much of a stickler for zombies. I but know, like, man. Kills me. Dude, the game's not good. Um, I'm sad to... It's just not very good. The What's game. your biggest issue with it? I hear, I hear a lot of people saying that. Okay, so kill times are trash. Um, Like, I'm sitting here, M16 throwing 5.56 NATOs at this goddamn gun and throwing three rounds into dudes' heads and they just look at me like, who do you think you are? You didn't hit me. Like, come here, uh, so, so kill times suck. Uh, the maps are garbage. Okay, there's two good maps in this game, and ne- no, neither of them are like, oh, this is a great map. And so, and there's only like five, let's see, boom, 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 the six maps. Two of them are good, the rest are garbage, and then there's one of them that is the single worst um, game <clears throat> in Call of Duty history. There's like six light bulbs in the entire map. Well, hold up. Which one's the worst one? It's called Miami. It's oh, the nightclub where you're outside. Yes, it's horrible. <laughs> Do you play um, VIP? Um, yes, that's my favorite game mode. That is pretty dope. I I played it in the beta. I like Miami for for that one because there's a lot of uh, points you can go across. All that parking garage gets kind of congested. But um, satellite's probably the best map. Hmm. Is that the big one with the ear in the snow? Uh, no, satellite's the one with the giant satellite crash in the middle of the desert. Oh, okay. That's not the one I'm thinking of. Do they still have the one in the what with the ocean where you're on the boats? Yes, they have that one. That one's not too bad. It's not. It's not. It's not good. But it's not. It Terrible. just feels like feels like that one. It feels like um, the Moscow one where you're like in Moscow. Obviously, that that one kind of it it really just feels like a five year old drew the map. Like they had a, <laughs> like they had the elementary school contest. So like, hey, whoever draws the best map wins. And a bunch of elementary school kids joined it. And that's how they got the map designs for some of these. They have a new one where you're in a giant warehouse with hunks of um with with a bunch of hunks of um. Got Air Force One, and it's decent. It's the smallest map. It's probably the best for. It's the one that I've played on mostly in private matches with buddies, because it's small enough that you can do that. But yeah, it's it's not it's not overly good. Um, I haven't played any any of the campaign yet. So, have you played, uh, uh, have you played the uh, <clears throat> Warzone for Cold War, quote unquote? No, it's they don't have uh, um, Warzone still only for Modern Warfare. Um, when does that switch over? Do you know? Probably no, not. it's not going to. Hmm. So they're putting what they're doing is they're doing Cold War, they're doing Modern Warfare, and Warzone is three separate games, pretty much. Yeah, because uh, if you have, if because I play Warzone, they uh, that'll update separately then from Call of Duty Modern Warfare, and they let you know when uh, about a week ago that was going to happen because they had a bunch of updates back to back. Yeah. God, I haven't played Call of Duty in so long. So it's kind of separated, and I'm not going to lie. I I think here in a few days I might not play um, 
Cold War anymore. Go back to Modern Warfare and especially Warzone until the next patch comes out. Do you, do you when you're not at home, do you play on console or do you play on PC? Um, I play console just because... He's on Xbox, right? Yes, I'm on Xbox right now. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, shit. When you get back, you should definitely throw me your Activision ID because I play Warzone all the time. Yeah, definitely will do. Um, I had a computer, that, but it wasn't really good enough to run games. I just don't have money to drop 1500 bucks on a PC setup to run Call of Duty. And then every seven months, replace my graphics card. Oh, well, you don't have to do that if you buy a decent graphics card, because you can wait a couple of years, a few years, and save <laughs> up. Uh, yeah, so we'll see. I'm not even going to buy the new Xbox yet, because... They're so bad, but both them and PlayStation. Apparently they're smoking. Did you see that shit? No, it's not smoke. Someone's they're taking. You saw the tweet where Twitter or Xbox said, "Hey, don't blow vape smoke in the Xbox." Right, right. What people were doing was they were vaping and then blowing the smoke into the bottom of the Xbox, and the fan was fan sucking stuck, smoke up, up. and kicking it out the top, so people it looked like it was smoking. Oh, okay. I was so I thought, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, I saw it, and I was like, uh, what is it? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. <clears throat> Technical malfunction here. That shit was funny. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Austin, bear with us, man. We're trying to, like, record this while me and him are right here and not get echo and shit. We were going to try this with some headsets, and it just wasn't working out, so we unplugged it. And Chance was, like, walking off with a fucking mic. <laughs> <laughs> it pulled him back <laughs> a little bit. All right. <clears throat> Fuck, that shit was really annoying. We'll just do it like this. Yeah, so... so- uh, I did buy it, so whatever. I'm not I upset. Because I, 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 I usually do um, console. I'm actually, I just built a computer. So I'm going to switch over to PC gaming because I get tired of doing the same thing where spending 70 bucks for every game and then every few years you got to spend another like four or 500 bucks to get a console. The amount of time it takes to download a fucking game. The main game I play, well, not too much anymore because it's just gotten so bad, but the main game I usually play is Madden. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And the they just went they started doing computers, but all ult, the ultimate team servers are absolute cancer. Gotcha. Yeah, because because you go on the mark because if you put a you want to sell cards, you and you're on Xbox, you only sell to other Xbox players. You're doing on PlayStation, only PlayStation. You're on um on computer, it only sells to other computer players. There's nobody there, so you go to buy cards. There's no cards on the auction house half the time. Huh. So you you can't you can't play call you can't play um Madden on on computer. Uh, it's uh, consoles are better for um more like I I've gotten to the point where it's working so much and it's very casual and it's almost only for so for it's only socially really at this point I never I don't really sit down and play games by myself. See, that's that's where I'm different. That's where I like. I hardly play online. I've mostly like. Uh, so for my birthday, I got a few games, and they're all games that I would pretty much do better with playing by myself rather than online. Dude, I just got fucking WWE Battlegrounds. That shit's pretty cool for as dumb as it is. It's like a cartoon, but it's it's all right. I wouldn't play online with it, but. 
I still haven't given Warzone a shot. I, I need to work on that. I'm being a little lazy with it. Warzone is so fun. I think it's the best thing to happen to Call of Duty since Modern or Call of Duty Four. When they we started can make multiple- a cat killing off that. See, that's what I hear. Everybody loves uh, Warzone. Yeah, I play that religiously. Love it. I All love right. Warzone. Um, but except I did start playing this game called The Long Dark. It just came out on yeah. Xbox Game Pass. I pl- it's a single player game, and it's and I have been playing it a lot because there's nothing else to do here in Nebraska because I'm like not working right now because it's November, late November at this point. My none of my races had none of my races had any like big controversy with voting tallies or anything, so I've been able to just relax. Well, I was going to ask you how that's going with that uh, because I know that Corey Gardner didn't make it into. Senate. Yeah, so I was going to ask you: Are you still working, or how does that work? If you don't mind me asking. Well, I'm off, so I own my own company. So um, how I make money is through contracts. Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, so my contracts usually go from whenever they start. They range a lot to the election day, and my last day is the day of the election. And then there's an option for them to to take me on hourly afterward after the election. If there's if there's something go wrong, like there's um, questions about vote tallies. If there's another, if there is a recount, if there is a runoff. But um, I've only worked one runoff in my entire life, and it was horrendous. Right, right. So yeah, so that's how it usually works. Um, usually November, December, January, February, I don't do a lot of work. Um, uh, political wise, I usually just go find a job. Like a work, I usually go work at like a fast food restaurant and just make a little bit of money. So to help me pay the bills of the money I've saved for the rest of the year. No, I get that. Yeah. You got to make money somehow. I mean, uh, that's yeah. kind of what a lot of the kids do that we hire. The plan was to. Um, save up enough money to not have to work until next election cycle. But because of COVID, that just didn't work out. COVID cost me probably almost $400,000. Well, I was going to ask you how you were doing with that, like um, how much money you were losing. I just didn't want to get into your personal a little too much. I was just curious because I know that as a contract worker, it's a little bit different for you. So I had something like $480,000. Uh, worth of uh, contracts up for the year, and so that's four hundred eighty. That I wouldn't get paid that much. I, that's to help pay employees and housing and fuel reimbursement and all that stuff. So and travel reimbursement and things. So yeah, and then so I made a bunch of plans and I had set up for a um, small little um, business loan of. Like three hundred fifty thousand dollars and all kinds of sides, all, all kinds of stuff set up, and then COVID hit and all those got canceled. Every single one of those contracts got canceled. That's uh, that's pretty rough. You making it at least? Uh, yeah. Um, I was got lucky, got a primary that was paying me like five hundred bucks a month, and then um, for advisement, then I had another um. Co- County commissioner candidate that was paying me like five hundred bucks a month ish for just being able to cover my retainer, and then the census started, and I was able to 
tack on and get a job at the census, which was able to, which I was able to work for, was able to work for um, the census and make enough money to live. So now I am officially, lo- now I have to look for a job because now I have $0. I have $3 and 12 cents in my bank account. <laughs> Here's one thing you can do. You can definitely run your own campaign. Be like, hey, listen, guys. I'm opening up an OnlyFans account, but it's called OnlyHands. It's where I beat up pedophiles. Not even a laughter. Come on, Austin. You know that's funny. See, ladies and gentlemen, we have to have a discussion. This man, this man has got Alzheimer's. Just kidding. <laughs> no, dude, this man is like half a bottle of Fireball in. But <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but um. Yeah, I so about it. I was like, yeah, dude, do your taxes. Yeah, yeah, do your taxes. So that's that's what I'm doing now. Is I'm looking for a job. I may have a job. I may be in Nebraska for a few months because I've got some job interviews in DC um, in January. Hold um, up, hold up. You're gonna be in Nebraska for a few months? Like, legit? You're stuck it, there? Pop, pop, possibly. Um, Austin, the fuck, um, man. So, so my, so for those of you who don't know, I have a, I had a beautiful, gorgeous, um, slide-in camper. Uh, yes, it was going to be our studio. Gorgeous. I bought it and completely restored it, uh, replaced countertops, walls, and, uh, installed all kinds of great stuff. Got a, a booth put in there and. I put all my clothes. I, I was like, okay, I'm going to go to Nebraska. I'm going to, um, instead of having to sleep in my dad's house on his couch, I'll bring my camper with me and I could sleep out there on the bed that's in there. So I put my, I set up my TV there and everything I'm going to need, all my clothes for the three, for the two, maybe three weeks I was going to be gone and lots of fun stuff. And I was driving. I was driving home from uh I was driving to Nebraska to see my parents from my house and a semi truck cut me off and my camper and ev- nearly everything I owned flew off the back of my truck and exploded on the side of the highway. Fuck man. So I'm assuming nothing was salvaged from the uh camper. No, it's going about 70 miles an hour down the down I uh down the interstate and um, it, 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 it's, it's, it was all non-salvageable. So what money what I did, your clothes? now most of the clothes ended up on the interstate run over by vehicles and destroyed. I'm sorry, man. I hope it all works out for you. Actually, now that we're on the topic, um, not to get too into your personal stuff, but um, I was speaking to my mother the other day, and she wanted to do like a kind of a GoFundMe page for you. But the thing is, dude, is I didn't know how you felt about that, so I didn't really tell her. Oh yeah, it's a great fucking idea. You know what I mean? So I just kind of left it at that. Yeah, uh, I've had a couple people tell me like, "Hey, you should do that." I just thought it was a little weird for me to set up my own GoFundMe page about that. <laughs> it's easy though, dude. All you gotta do is put, "Hey, help a brother out who just lost everything," or you put something funny on there, like, "Hey, help me make some money not doing shit." People will actually put money towards that. But um, yeah. So 
I, I took some money that I had saved up, was able to buy some clothes. Grandma and Grandpa helped me out a little bit and sent me some money to buy some clothes. And then my aunt was nice and sent me some money so I could buy some, like, pillows and blankets and so I could, like, sleep while I'm here. And so... So we're 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 getting back into we're getting back into we're yeah we're getting we're getting back into it. Uh, next next um, thing to do is to buy a television because right now I'm playing Xbox on a television that cuts off two inches on all sides. <laughs> so I have no peripheral. Off. I have no peripheral vision. How long do you think you'll be out there for? Like, uh, do you have an estimated amount of time? I'm originally going to stay here for two weeks because I can't afford to do more than two weeks without getting a job. Um, that was immediately shortened because I had to spend the money that I saved up to stay here to pay the bills for this month on like stuff to live on. Um, so I was originally going to stay here for a week, but I have a buddy who lives in Omaha who told me about a an opportunity to fill in just for two months, fill in for a job um, here in Nebraska. And so I'm considering possibly staying here for like two months and cover for him at his job. And then when he gets back, come back to Colorado. Well, that's not bad. I mean, at least you have a plan. I mean, that works out, you know, somewhat a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not the most ideal situation, but we'll 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 figure it out. I'm I've been through worse. <laughs> well, hey, dude, we're praying for you. I got you in my prayers. Otherwise, without getting too negative, do you want to switch the topic to something else? Maybe something you want to yeah. talk about? Because here's something about me, buddy. I realize that I talk a lot, so I'm gonna go ahead and let you <laughs> take control of the fucking car here. That's something a little less depressing. <laughs> hey man, whatever you want. What do you want to talk about? I'm always the one that's like pointing in did that I, direction. Did did our election episode do garbage? <laughs> it did actually. I'm glad you said something. It did. We're only <laughs> at 12 views on that shit. I was looking at this like, wow. So people but you said, know why, dude? I mean, come on, election we're... recap. I've been I've been working in a. I've been messing with elections for. Six months now, I think I'm good with that. <laughs> well, I figured you knew why, dude. We're pro... <clears throat> I wouldn't say we're pro-right. I think you and I are more pro-Republican or kind of middle ground, but we're definitely not pro-Democrat. So, obviously, that was an episode that didn't do so well. Um, I'm still advertising for it, man. Uh, since I've joined Parlor, I've been kind of getting the word out. We've gotten like five views from parlor otherwise dude that is probably besides the bonus episodes that we did the uh, quarantine specials the last one we did is probably our lowest grossing fucking episode to date yeah was, which i, was I thought little, it was good i was, I was like oof but i but i'll just let everybody know that i officially started my nikki haley 2024 campaign and y'all can deal with it whether you like it or not and you Ron DeSantis and you and y'all and y'all Ron DeSantis stands could suck my big hairy nuts. <laughs> no, I saw that. I was on parlor and I saw your two posts and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna help a nigga out and so you know, <laughs> <laughs> on, on Facebook I've started I'm gonna once a week I am I am posting once a week on my Facebook page. Run Nikki run hashtag run Nikki run and hashtag Haley 
2024, once a week, every week until the 2024 Iowa caucuses. Dude, is Nikki Haley in your spank bank? I think Nikki Haley is in everyone's spank bank. Well, no, 100%. I'm not going to lie. I've, I've definitely gave off some baby gravy to that. But, <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't I've know. never disliked a term ever in my entire life as much as I dislike the term baby gravy. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Man chowder is worse, in my opinion. Like, man chowder, clam chowder, those are terrible. And then cum is just too straight gay, in my opinion. That's just me, though. Baby gravy, man. That's where it's at. <laughs> but, uh, uh, no, seriously. Um, since I started that parlor, though, we have been getting a little bit more exposure because Facebook is a lot of uh, friends and family that listen to my shit. And even then, it's kind of slow because everybody will tell me they'll listen to it, but then they'll wait like a week. And for me, I'm like, dude, I need results like right fucking now. So what I'm thinking about doing is taking my broke ass to another store to get a job so that we can, you know, fucking advertise. We need to get our shit out there. So so let's talk about Parlor for a second. I'm going to step on some toes really quickly. Uh-oh. So, so, so conservatives and like right wingers have been for goddamn four years talking about, oh, suck it up. And, uh, oh, you're a bunch of snowflakes and you're a bunch of wimps who... Oh, dude, you're going to piss a bunch of people off. With the the going, it's hard. Y'all run away. But the second Trump loses, everybody, all these these conservatives and right-wingers on Facebook, I'm leaving Twitter and Facebook and I'm going to go to Parlor and MeWe. Uh, bye! Austin, fuck you, I'm one of those. Kills me, dude. It kills me. I'm laughing so hard. I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here watching big macho men um, on freaking Facebook who are like, "Oh, you you guys, you guys, you guys suck!" And or the the entire time they're like waving Trump flags and and screaming, "He's your president. Deal with it. Look at it and suck it up." And we're gonna take over Facebook and all this stuff. And a second Trump loses. I'm leaving Facebook. I'm leaving. Got worse, bro. Like I literally left it for a whole week. I haven't looked at it today. Half my shit has been censored. And what drives me the most nuts is on TikTok. These freaking Trump bros. Oh, I can't say shit. I don't know about. I don't do TikTok. But anyway, go ahead. Sitting in front of their, uh, sitting in front of their camera, crying with music in the background, with like sad music in the background. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? You sit here and you're you're and I look looking through their content for their whole the entire year. It's oh screw these um sensitive snowflakes who cry about everything and these stupid liberal snowflakes who awesome. well, <laughs> and, then, and then Trump then Trump loses and they're ah, I'm crying because I'm secretly a snowflake and it's why I've made fun of them for so long. I'm gonna fuck you up if I see you again. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely nuts dude bro but you're tony you're not you're not on facebook recording videos of you crying to sad music because trump lost no i'm not i left it because even before trump uh, trump <laughs> even before <laughs> trump lost dude it was getting worse when trump lost <laughs> no anyway on a serious note when um when this white dude fucking lost it was one thing 
But weeks before that, dude, I had planned on making that jump. So I went to a few different apps. None of them were really adding up. But then some person somewhere, I can't remember the fucking origin story, had told me about um, Parlor, And I was like, yeah, I'm going to check that out. Like, I got to see Parlor. That's what's up. So I went to Parlor, and I'm not going to lie to you, dude. I love it. Not just because it's a lot of right-wingers, but I can say whatever I want, and it's not going to get censored, dude. I'm there telling are, you, man, put a bunch of shit on there. They won't do what Facebook does. There are a few things that Parler are cool, but let's get a few things clear about Parler. Hey, that is a garbage app. It's probably it's a nice system. It's a nice um. System. Well, their software sucks. Sign is garbage. The fact that every time Dinesh D'Souza tweets, I get a fucking notification. I don't you care. Edit those that, though. I don't care that Dinesh D'Souza um, tweeted <laughs> out. Or parlored out that he's thrilled he got two million followers on par on parlor. Dinesh, Dinesh, shut, stop. I don't care. And Sean Hannity, why am I? I'm not following Sean Hannity, but every time Sean Hannity posts, Sean Hannity, I get a notification. Well, yeah, but you can control that in your settings. But like, like parlor follows people for you. Did you know that? It does. I mean, I've went through it. So I don't want to follow Sean Hannity. I unfollow Sean Hannity, and then three days later, I get a notification that Sean Hannity posted. I'm like, excuse me. Excuse me. (laughs) Sean Hannity's bitch ass, and I'm still getting notifications. No, I hear you. I mean, it does it to me. I've I've seen it myself. Like, look at that. I just got a fucking notification from Parlor for the Hodge twins, which I do like, but I don't want a notification every five seconds. Dude, I gotta Hodge, go to the settings to fix it. The Hodge twins are so funny. They are, dude. I love them. Like, we saw a show. I saw a show of theirs when they were in Denver, like in March. Um. Oh, they're so freaking fun. Chances over here looking at Instagram hoes. Because we, we also need to talk about how cringy Dinesh D'Souza has got since Trump. Yeah, I, I can agree. Oh my god, Dinesh. Dinesh used to be like one of those guys where you could watch and be like, whoa, that's a very intelligent, well put together man right there. And then and he made Hillary's America, which was so good. A like, great job, Dinesh. Ever since, it's just been downhill the entire time. Well, yeah, I agree. I mean, I'm not going to lie with you. I do agree with you. Since Trump lost, it has been kind of a fucking chaotic scene with Republicans. I mean, it's even on parlor, dude. I see it all the time, and I'm like, look, I do agree with them to the extent that I do feel this election was rigged and there should be some legal action taken. The problem is, dude, is these fuckers are all over talking about storm this place, protest that. I'm like, dude, wait a minute. You guys are starting to sound like the left. That's what I left. So we're going to have to reevaluate something here. And yes, okay, we are gonna we are gonna get crap. Yes, Republicans. Yes, you stupid idiot Republicans. Yes, every vote needs to be counted. Okay? <laughs> every vote needs to be counted. Every legal vote needs to be counted, and every illegal vote should be contested. And listen, stupid Democrats. 
just because we want all of the legal votes um, counted and the illegal votes um, attacked doesn't mean that we're that Republicans are attacking the very base of democracy. But let's get something straight. Republicans, they're no matter what, all his uh, 957 um, subpoena, uh, subpoenas in Pennsylvania, it adds up to thousands of votes, okay? Like uh, 1,300, 1,400 votes. If all those come out, that eight, every single one of them were all for Biden, they were all, and they're all thrown out, he still loses by 30,000, 40,000 votes. So this whole, the election's not over because, because we're going to go in and we're going to find out all this voter fraud and all this stuff, and it's going to flip whole states like Michigan, where he's losing 230,000 votes. Guess what? They're not going to find 230,000 Donald Trump votes sitting in the back, and they're not going to find 230,000 illegal Biden votes. But what if they do, though, bro? That's the thing. I can kind of feel where they're coming from, because what if they do? Because here's the thing, dude. The media is the one that called it. Tony, there's, it's, it's, it's not going to happen. You don't think so? These recounts, these, recounts, these lawsuits... They swing elections by hundreds of votes. The Blaze, you know the Blaze, yes. right? I love uh, with Glenn Beck. Even Glenn Beck is saying, <laughs> "Guys, stop! Trump needs to do this. Trump needs to go in and no, I don't want him to lawsuits, and he needs to go in and challenge every single discrepancy." But he's the, the election is over. That fucking sucks, though. I know, and I know, I know, I know. We gotta face some that, music. That these Trump Republicans have to understand. I sound like a never Trumper. I sound like Lincoln Project here. Yes, but you I'm do. not. I'm not. But listen, Trump, <laughs> Trump, you, you Trumpers, you need to understand. Across the board, across every election in every state, you know what I mean? You know how many Democrats won more seats in state legislators? Guess how many Democrats won their state legislative seats that weren't incumbents? What's here, Austin? The answer is zero. A single Fuck. Democrat won a state legislator seat. Republicans gained state legislatures. They gained governor seats. They it looks like because of the runoffs in the Senate, as they're polling like they're polling, Republicans will gain a seat in the Senate. Why did why did Republicans on state on the state level on the House representatives on the Senate uh, perform so well, but Trump did bad. But the real question you know, is, what do we do now? We prep for twenty twenty two, which Republicans are so prime. Republicans are freaking out. Yeah, this, rightfully this so. Best, I understand this. No, not rightfully so. This is the best position no. this party has been in since two th- since nineteen ninety eight. People, how we won elections in we now the st- in the state legislators where we're where these state legislators, which are run by Republicans, are going to be drawing the dis- the congressional districts. I can't um, believe the shit I'm hearing right now. Keep going. Republicans are going to redraw congressional districts in 29 states. Jesus Christ. That means for the next 
decade, Republicans have drawn the districts on who gets to vote on what um, congressional co- congressman. So even though they have the Democrat in power, the Republicans can keep them in check. Yeah, and we and the Republicans own the Senate. And mathematically, in 2022, Republicans, all everybody who's up, are all in safe seats. Every single one of them. But you know who who has four seats that are will be in battleground states next year? Democrats. Oh, man. And do you think the Republicans can take those seats? Um, Republicans will take those seats. Oh, so you're you're, you're saying it's going to happen? You're, it's Austin going Paulson. to happen. Uh, Austin <laughs> Austin Paulson is telling you right now in 2024 or 2022, Republicans will take will maintain their lead in the Senate, grow it by four seats, and in the House will take the House of Representatives. Not a, hope single, so. not a single Democrat in a swing district. Not a single Democrat in a swing district this year for the House of Representatives flipped their house. Not a single one flipped the seat. Republicans <clears throat> in a year where they were predicted who lose 25 seats in this best case scenario for Republicans gained 15 seats. Okay, so it's kind of a good thing for Republicans. This was an incredible year for Republicans. And are you ready for the most controversial statement of the night? Republicans, Trump losing is a net good for Republicans. What the fuck? Hold on, explain this. Because Trump is cancer to an electorate. He is cancer to an electorate. Tony, at Repu- people voted for Republicans. People voted down ballot Republican, but voted Joe Biden for president because of oh Trump. my god, because of Trump. They went. They voted Biden and then Republican down ticket. Oh my god! All right, I can see it. No, I really could because I know a lot of Republicans that don't like Trump. I but- have been and, and, and in Colorado was bad for Republicans. Really bad. Okay, I will admit it. It's pretty bad for Republicans in Colorado. But Trump, I don't know what it is, but Trump has uniquely hated this state. I don't know why it is, but he is. Uh, In the state of Nebraska or Colorado? Colorado. Okay, that makes sense. He's uniquely hated. I have been to Louisiana. I have been to Ohio. I have been to Missouri. I have been... All kinds of places. Sounds like all over. They, they don't hate him like we hate him. I think the only place where he's hated more is probably in Los Angeles. Well, yeah, I mean... Probably L.A. California and Denver. Is a fucking liberal state, and so every Republican who... Cory Gardner in the state of Colorado ran... Didn't have to just run against John Hickman. He had to run against Hickenlooper and Trump. Now, all credit to Cory Gardner. Cory Gardner wanted to run re-election. He should have done what um, Susan Collins in Maine did and ran headlong away from him as fast as he could. He could. But Cory cares right. more about Cory cares about sorry Senator Gardner cares more about ensuring that sound policy and that he sticks to his own morals. 
more than he cares about getting reelected. Right. Because what was the number one attack on Corey this entire election cycle? I couldn't tell you. I didn't watch any of the commercials. He voted 99% of the time with Donald Trump, and it killed his, it killed his election chances. Is that really what it was? Yep, that's the number one hit on Cory Gardner. I said Cory Gardner vote, voted 99% with Donald Trump. Well, see, that's a shitty reason to kind of give up on Trump. I get it, though. It does kill your campaign. That's a shitty reason to give up on Cory Gardner after the other guy's <laughs> fucking corrupt. Um, because Susan Collins, who's in the same kind of state in Maine, okay, right. ran away from Trump as fast as she could. She called him all the names. She didn't vote on his Senate nominee. She refused to vote on a bunch of things he wanted. She called him out publicly, and she won by 10 points. In Maine. A Republican senator won 10 points in Maine. So Republicans won, and Florida. Oh, my God, Florida. If if the numbers from Florida, because now we know the final numbers, the final numbers from Florida continue to is that if that's how the Republican Party is trending, we won't lose another we won't lose another election. Well, yeah, it turned out to be very red more than we thought it would. Thirty five percent of Hispanic men voted for a Republican. Thirty six percent of Hispanic women voted for a Republican in Florida. Well, yeah, there's a difference between Hispanics then and now. 15% of black men voted Republican in Florida. Set, um, 12% of, or 9%, sorry, of black women voted for Trump, voted for Republican in Florida. In 2024... Do you see the trend there, though? It's a consistent growth. All, all across the country, you see a consistent growth. Uh, yeah, that's my point. This right now, right now, what you're seeing right now is Democrats. Oh my God, we beat Trump. We did it! Yay, yay! And that's your average Democrat, average who doesn't know, who doesn't have someone who knows the game, telling them exactly what's going on. But I'll tell you right now: Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, uh, Donna McDaniel, um, right. Um, Shauna, um, Cook, all these people—they're freaking out. They're panic mode because this election was a disaster for Democrats. A absolute. I, I can see that. Yeah, they had the—they had a a candidate with the lowest approval rating in the history of of the presidency, and he almost beat them. A. That's embarrassing right there. If they would have had a candidate who didn't have to sit in his basement for his entire um, election, <clears throat> blown him out even worse than he looks like he's going to beat him now. I thought Joe Biden was in his basement. Joe, Joe Biden, Biden was in his basement. Daughter from his son. I was going to say, he was in the basement for a long-ass time. Now, if Trump would have gone into his basement, then the, Trump would have probably won. True. That's true. I can see that. Uh, but but d- Republicans, it's okay. 
It's better than okay. It's great. Now, if you like Trump, I understand. It's sad that Trump's gone. It's sad, okay? A lot of foreign, great foreign policy things Trump has done are about to get, over, get overturned, and I understand that. It's okay. Right, right. But, but, but what Republicans, you have to understand, is that the presidency... Is that the presidency was the least of our worries this cycle, and honestly, Mitch McConnell is a political freaking genius. You really think so? A political genius. He ran this election like cocaine, Mitch. Okay. Okay. Some people are dumber than we are, so explain this. The Republican, the uh, um, and Ronnie McDaniel that. Chairman of the Republican Party, great freaking job. Okay, they made everybody think. They made a bunch. Of, they made all of these. The media. They they let the media think. They let the Democrat Party think. And this was all about beating Trump. And that Republicans were solely invested on winning, winning against, uh, getting Trump reelected. We want to take a guess at what election Republicans spent the most money in. What is it? The the state party and the state or the Senate Congressional Victory Fund spent. Let's hear it, Austin. Collins in Maine. Guess who won? Tom Tillis. Tom Tillis in North Carolina. Guess who won? That's second place. Third place. Steve Daines in Montana. Guess who won? Steve Daines. Guess where they? Guess where they didn't spend money? In South Carolina on Lindsey Graham. I love Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham's my favorite senator. But he won by 15 points. He didn't need any money. Are you fucking serious? 15 points, uh, Lindsey Graham won by. Senator Graham. And the pollster said that Lindsey Graham's race was in, was a toss-up. Won by 15 points. God damn, dude. If it wasn't for you, I would be really dumb as shit. Not gonna lie. Turn around. Where do they not spend money? Where? Cory Gardner in Colorado. Jesus Christ. Which was great because Cory lost by 13 points. 13 points. Where did Republicans spend money? Where? Um, James in Michigan. Only lost by half a point. Uh, Recounts are still going. That election is not over yet. That's an election where your recounts and lawsuits could actually change and could change a outcome. It's pro- he's probably not going to win, unfortunately. But <laughs> well, right, right. But Republicans, this election was great for us. Great. I understand if you like Trump and you're sad that Trump's gone, but 100%. Trump's Trump is not the leader of this party. And it's been the great lie that he that Trump has told, and that the and that the Republicans have let the Democrats and the media tell, is Trump is the head of this party. Mitch McConnell this election said you thought Trump was the head of this party. I'm the boss. What I say goes. What I got the plans. I know what I'm doing. And Mitch McConnell won sweeping victories in the House in the Senate, in state legislatures, and in governorships, and set the Republican Party 
up in the best spot it has been in 20, 25 years and set them up to maintain the Senate, win the House in 2022, and then turn around in 2024 and kick Kamala Harris's butt in a presidential race by electing the first woman color woman of color to be president of the United States in Nikki Haley. And Republicans will own the legislature, the House, they'll own the Senate, they'll own the White House, with three liberal justices entering their late, their uh, mid to late 80s. Well, god damn, that's a fucking old ass age. What you could see in four years is a Republican president who nominates three more conservative justices. One of them will be Clarence Thomas. So you're breaking even there, but the other two with um, Stephen Breyer and um, Sonia Sotomayor getting replaced, you could have a Republican Supreme Court, a conservative, a originalist Supreme Court that could overturn Roe v. Wade. You'd have the votes to do it. You'd have the legislature to pass the first law that would be needed to start the challenge. You'll have the state legislatures in order to put laws forward to also start the challenge. And you'll have a 30, maybe 32, 33 state getting sued by a a bunch of pro-abortion, pro-baby-killing organizations. And it'll go in front of a Supreme Court where... Trump has nominated three, um, and it look and um, whoever the Republican president is at that time hasn't has done three, and they strike down Roe v. Wade, and we can slowly begin to pass heartbeat bill after heartbeat bill after heartbeat bill in every state in the country, and make abortion. Ill- practically illegal in most of the states in the United States. But do you really think that we'll get we'll be able to make it illegal in Colorado? No, probably not. I mean, we had 115 and it, and it ended up failing pretty bad. Um, I thought for sure the Catholic Church had enough bustle that they could right. str- to get 115 passed. Does it look like they did? Does it look like there was enough turnout? Well, here's a good question for you. It's kind of off topic, but how long do you think Biden will be in the House? Do you think it's just a one term or two term? Oh, I think he'll make it. I'll be, I think he'll make the whole four years and then not run again. Why do you say that? Is it because of age or competition? I think. I think age. I think he'll get sat down by his party and told that because. I I think every I don't know if there's a Democrat alive that thinks that Joe Biden could go toe to toe with someone like Nikki Haley or Ron DeSantis or Ted Cruz or Marco Rubio go one on one with a more traditional Republican who doesn't go on Twitter all the time and doesn't have COVID hanging over their head. Plus, I I don't th- I just don't see um, Biden doing a very good job. I I don't think I think Biden has a sub fifty percent approval rating come election time and i think he'll get sat down by whoever the leadership of the party is at that point because if the republicans sweep the senate and then win the house back 
Pelosi and Schumer's political careers are over, and so it'll be new leadership probably. But um, but um, whoever those leadership is will sit him down and be like, hey, I think it's time to kind of hand the baton over to Kamala and let her go through a primary with air quotes because the Democrats don't have fair primaries. Democrats usually – the sad part is that Demo, for Demo, being a Democrat must be really depressing because your primaries are useless. Because Wait, the Democrats – What is it going to take for Pelosi to be out of the fucking house? Oh, she'd probably have to lose or retire. Uh, she's never – she's not going to lose. She's a – she has the most – she has the third bluest um, congressional oh, district. Damn, she's a fucking psychopath. How is she still there? Uh, because she has the third blue. Nancy Pelosi said her the best. She said to herself that if there was a glass of water with D next to his name on the ballot, her district would elect that glass of water over a sentient human being with an R next to their name. Nancy Pelosi's admitted to herself. Nancy Pelosi was to flip to a Republican, put an R next to her name, and uh, Donald Trump himself was to run in her district as a Democrat. They would elect Donald Trump over Nancy Pelosi. Wait, do you really think so? Yes, that that's how blue that. I didn't say that. Nancy Pelosi said that. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi knows she's in the blues. Uh, it's a third bluest bluest district. She's got it's a it's a D plus like twenty five district, which means she wins by twenty five to thirty points every year. I feel like we're treading a little too much on politics, which I'm enjoying. So I'm going to close it with asking you this one question. Do you think that Democrats have a chance at changing anything during Biden's run? Um, Say some fluke accident, something really bad happens, like, God forbid, Joe Biden gets assassinated or something, and Kamala's in. And this is all done before the 2022 election, so there's a lot of Democrat sympathy. Or maybe we get into a war, or there's a terrorist attack, or something that really like does like the Bush or FDR effect, where even if they're not a good, not being a super great president at the time, there's just something happens which makes people reflect on, oh, this is America, and I love America. And by proxy, that usually helps whoever's running. Whoever's the president then, because by if you love the if you love America, you love the um, people in charge. So it happened to George Bush, and it happened to um, Kennedy, and it ended up happening with or the Kennedy Democrats. When Kennedy was killed, and it also helped. Um, it also ended up helping um, FDR win Pearl Harbor. So if something like that happens, the Democrats take the Senate and maintain the House, then I think you can see a lot of really bad stuff get passed. But that's not until 2022. That's, that's, that's something we don't have to worry about until 2022. From now until 2022, even with Biden as president, there'll be some small things. There'll be a lot of foreign policy things. He's going to re-go into um, Paris Climate Accords and all that garbage stuff that Trump did well on. He'll He'll screw a bunch of foreign policy stuff up, but that's stuff that you can fix pretty easily. And 
but I don't see much domestically. He'll he'll reinstitute a bunch of the um, regulations that Trump removed, and he's going to do some EPA stuff. But really, without not having the scent, there's not a lot that um, Biden's going to be able to do. Well, I'm glad you shed a little bit of light on that. And I'm not trying to change the subject, but I am. A- no, no, do change the subject, but and just the closing thing is I'm just sick and tired of seeing Republicans sad and wallow and cry when we're in the best position we've been. And so any Republicans who's listening to this, we're in the best position we've been. For decades. Well, right, right. Don't be sad. Don't be sad. Be happy. Have a party. Be glad. We're set we're set up in a really great position. There's no reason to be down. Trump lost, but it's okay. The presidency's not that important, people. Yes, exactly. It is okay. But <clears throat> I'm glad you shed a little bit of light on that. We are gonna change the subject. Here's the subject we're going towards. Austin, you're a part of this. You've been through this. Chance, you've been through this too. Here we go. Sexual positions. What is your favorite? We got to go on this because we haven't explored this topic yet. Chance, we're starting with you, bro. Shit, okay. Face down, ass up, the baby maker. The baby maker. The fucking child support. Here it comes. Hell yeah. Austin, your turn. Uh, you see, I'm a I'm a bit of a, a a vanilla vanilla boy, so you know the good old spreading the word of Jesus is the best what way the to fuck do is it. What is vanilla boy? Yeah. Explain this. No, so uh, you know, spreading the word of Jesus. If you spread the word of Jesus, what are you doing? Okay, this is not that hard, people. You send missionaries. Explain it to me. I don't know. If you send you send missionaries across the world to spread the love of Jesus, so therefore, so maybe missionary, yeah, yes, there we go. Okay, I'm sorry, I tried to make a joke, but apparently it wasn't very good. <laughs> no, I was laughing within my heart. <laughs> yeah, that 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 I think I think that I I have a very special type of woman, and they look best in that position. I, I tell you what, 